Well, hey, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Faith and Friends. I'm your host, your sister in Christ, and your biggest fan, Georgia Brown, and I am pumped to hang out with you as we chat with our sister in the Lord, Tara Sun. Tara is such a light and encouragement in the digital space of social media, and I highly recommend following her at Miss Tara Sun if you don't already. But for today's episode, let me ask you, how's your relationship with control? Would you say letting go and letting God is easy for you? Or is control something you struggle with? Trusting that God truly does have your very best interest at heart. Well, today we're going to talk about it. Tara's new book, her first book, releases this next week, and I'm so excited to chat about all the things and celebrate this with her. I pray this episode encourages you and empowers you and meets you right where you're at. All right, sweet friends, let's dive right in. Friends, I am so grateful that you're here today for our beautiful, sweet, life-giving conversation. I am just so expectant for all what the Lord's going to do as we talk to our sister in the Lord, Tara Sun. Y'all, she's one in a million, and please make her feel welcome. Tara, thanks for coming. You're the sweetest, and so are all of you a part of this podcast family. Georgia, I love you. You know I do, and I'm just honored that you'd share this space with me. So I'm really excited and hopeful, too, about what God's going to bring through this. So thank you. Thank you. Girl, seriously, no, thank you for sharing your story. We're celebrating the launch of your book coming out literally in just a couple days. Yes. Yep. So beautiful. Like, sis, surrendering you. your story. Like, it is by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony that we overcome the enemy. And so, by sharing your story, it is so powerful. And I'm just really excited to learn more about your heart and all what the Lord has done in and through your story. So, just kind of take me back because we're friends, but like, yes, take me back. yes. A little terror yeah. story, testimony. Oh time. my gosh. Yeah. Testify. Let's see here. Let's like go. where we want to we want to begin. I feel like a lot of this started, I mean, really ever since I was born, because that's how God works, right? He just yeah. he starts our story mm-hmm. even, even before we're born, but it's just it's a theme woven through our lives oftentimes that we write about and that we get to really be um, a big part of our testimony. And so for me, surrendering has always been a big part of my testimony, even though I didn't really realize it until um, when I was 14, I was diagnosed with a chronic illness just out of the blue, Mm -hmm. super wild, like randomly on a weekend. And um, before that though, if we were to rewind, I always had a very easy life. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a Christian home. There was not many bumps and twists and turns in the road. And it was just very simple. I didn't really have to, although this sounds bad, I didn't really have to trust the Lord with a lot because things just came easy. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening and you grew up in a Christian home and things are, you know, pretty level, you're very much like me, maybe you can relate, you know? Yeah. But I just felt like, you know, life was just kind of panning out and I was just kind of along for the ride. And I was kind of just making my plans and I wasn't really consulting the Lord. I didn't think mm-hmm. it was that big of a deal to just step back and be like, Lord, you write my story. You write a better story than I could. And so Throughout my life, I just had this false idea that I was in control by the way I lived, right? Mm. And then when I was hit with this illness and God was like, man, you're really not in control. I was confronted with that reality for the first time in my life where um, my ideas for school, for um, college, for relationships, for friendships, literally everything changed in that moment. And it has ever since that moment. And for the first time, I was just, I realized how deeply out of control I was, but how actually beautiful that is because God is in control. And instead of like holding on to my plans, just with these death grips, God calls us to release. 
and how there's actually more freedom and purpose when we release to God instead of trying to come up with things on our own because we believe we have so much power. But when we step back, right, when we step back and realize that God is better to write our stories because God loves us. God's our creator and our father. And so I've learned that the hard way. And I know maybe some of you have learned that too, or walking through it. Um, But that's just a little bit of like the big overview of, of how it all began. Wow. No, I mean, that is so relatable. It's so real. I mean, we walk through this life and we, we can only really see in the natural, right? But God really in his word is like, can you just exchange your life mm-hmm. for mine and I'll give you, you know, a heavenly lens to be able to see things yes. differently. And yes. so when you're kind of just walking in the flesh and mm-hmm. not walking in the spirit, it's so yes. easy to think I'm my own God or I'm the author of my yes. story. I can yes. just manifest my life when really that is the biggest lie from the enemy oh, because girl, oh girl, I'm getting fired. Girl. Up. <laughs> yeah, right. Me too. <laughs> oh, but let me tell you this, sis. I have never heard the audible voice of God, but that is a part of your story. Yeah. That one day you literally heard the audible voice of God say, you aren't supposed to be here. So sis, first of all, I want to hear all yeah. about that, but tell me right? your plans before that. And then mm-hmm. that moment with the father and then how that kind of probably quickly um, prompted your heart to say, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yes, sir. Like I hear you because Whoa. like his voice is, oh. He's the voice of many waters. He's also the voice that calms mm. our our sea. But also, yeah. it's it's a, a holy reverence and a fear before the the Lord with trembling. So, tell me all the things. Yes, one hundred percent. You know, first of all, before I say this, I I want to make it very clear, and this is something that I talk a lot about in the book, is that there's nothing wrong with planning that we are told in Proverbs and Psalms, we are told that the Lord plans his way. So the Lord does not say, do not plan your way. So the Lord plans or the man plans his way, but the Lord is the one who establishes their steps. So I don't want you to hear that I'm saying, stop planning, just kind of throw your hands up and just be idle in life. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is to really come to the Lord in surrender and be like, Lord, I trust you. I'm going to follow what you have instead of trying to take the steering wheel away from you. So, but, and so when I kind of share my story, I made plans. There's nothing wrong with that. You make plans. Um, mm-hmm. But the Lord just had different, uh, you know, different things in mind. And for us, it's up to us to be like, okay, when the Lord confronts us with that reality that we're not in control, what are we going to do with it? How are we going to respond? You know? So for me, when I heard the audible voice of the Lord, the only time it's ever happened, it was sitting in a biology lecture hall. My plans, Georgia, were to, you know, I got into accepted into a university that had a really great science program. I was going to go, you know, PA or pre-med. That was like always my dream since high school. I loved it. I did all the science classes in high school. Like that was the goal, you know? I was like not going to date anyone. I was just going to like stay really focused. I was going to like get married later, you know, kids later, um, which if you look at my life now, it's like, wow, it's like really not what happened. But that was the plan. Okay. So I was working towards that. And I was in the middle of that biology lecture hall. And God said, I literally was sitting like, I remember clear as day. I was sitting in this, in this huge, huge hall with all like hundreds of kids. And everyone was writing down their notes because there was a guest lecturer who was saying all these careers you can get with a biology degree. I'm like, okay, cool. And for some reason, I just like wasn't psyched about it. And then I heard the voice of the Lord say, you're not supposed to be here. And I literally remember looking around like, I'm like, is that the lecture? I'm like, who just said that? Like, wow. it was the it was the most insane thing. And I remember knowing it was God. And I was so, I was so shook. I was like, what is happening? I walked out of that lecture hall. I felt 
defeated, confused. I'm like, what do you mean, Lord? I said, the path has been so clear. My path, again, I mean, I had the emphasis on my plan, right? My blueprint is so clear for my life, Lord. It makes sense. It's good plans. Why would you, you know, especially with good things in our lives, God sometimes says no to the good things. And so I asked God, why would you, why'd you do this? Mm -hmm. And so that was when I really, like you said, kind of had this, whoa, like the Lord said something now, what do I do with it? And granted, I didn't release control. I mean, I heard him, but it was still that process of trusting him and being like, Lord, I, f- I feel like I'm following you blindly, you know, into what you have for me. Um, but that was really kind of that first moment where everything changed and I really had to give up what I wanted and the Lord just started moving. And I'm like, I got to I gotta follow as hard as it is, you know? Wow. That's amazing, sis. It, it really is a process. I was yeah, with a friend yeah. yesterday and I know you're a new mama. And so maybe you can teach me something because I'm not in that season. But the little baby, little Sarah was holding on to my hair, like with a little death grip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. her sweet mama was like, yeah, babies, they don't at this stage, she doesn't have like the release right. like muscles yet. And I guess I oh, just that's never good. thought about that. That's and I good. was like, Oh, wow. So we kind of have to help her, help her kind of let go. And so really with you leaving that lecture hall and then Mm -hmm. being like, why God, like come to God with your questions, like literally come to him in your confusion so he can give you clarity because truly it may be a good thing, like you said. And that's something that's always frustrating for me because I'm like, but this is good. And I remember hearing God's voice one time, Tara. Oh, golly. It wasn't audible, but it was like a Holy Spirit whisper to my soul, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Lord was like, are you willing to lay down good for my best? And I was wow, like, that's, that's a word. I was like, yes, I think I, I am. <laughs> I like, I want to, like, I yeah. want to. So like to our friend that is saying, I want to surrender. I yeah. want to, but they kind of have like that, that little baby, baby Sarah syndrome where it's like, <laughs> those muscles yet. Like, honestly, yeah. it is a muscle that you have to exercise. And I feel like the more that we exercise it, the easier it is for us to surrender. So what, what right. is something practical that you did to help you start to using those muscles of surrender? 100%. Two things I can think of right out of the bat, although there's more, you know, that I share about, but the biggest thing I could just encourage you is to open up God's word. Come on. Okay. Stick with me. Cause I know that some people are like, well, that's like the answer, but like it is the answer. Okay. So open up God's word and get to know God. Yeah, Get yeah. to know his heart. And when we when like when we say his heart, we mean his character, his traits, his promises, what he's done, what he says he's going to do. Because I have this whole chapter that I love cuz you know, most of it's about my dad and my dad and I have this just a sweet relationship, but it's this mm-hmm. illustration. I'll give you a sneak peek. It's this illustration about how when you know someone, like my, when I know my dad, when I know my husband, when I know someone like that, I know who they are in their, in their fullness, you know, who they are, even though they're flawed, I know them in their fullness. Right. And so when I know them, I can, I love them because I know who they are. I'm like, I love that about you. That mm. draws me into a love for them. And then when you genuinely love someone for the most part, you trust them. Yeah. You're willing to give them your secrets. You're willing to pour out your heart. You're willing to trust them with your life even. Right. Okay. So this is exactly what we do with a perfect God versus an imperfect husband or dad, right? That's my illustration. But with the perfect God, when we get to know who he is, when we know that he truly is loving and omnipotent and omniscient and faithful and true, and when when you know all these things about him, it leads us into, okay, I can kind of start releasing my hands now because I 
know who I'm giving my story to. I know who I'm trusting. You know, it's not like we just, we trust and we walk blindly. We have a God who's revealed himself and a God who's so good that he's worthy to be trusted with our stories. And so that's what I would just encourage all of you guys listening to do is to get to know God, because how are you going to surrender? How are you going to find the freedom and the rest that he truly gives when we surrender? If you do not know who he is, we we can't trust anyone with our lives if we don't know them. No. And so that's something that I just deeply encourage people. It's like, get to know God, because there's no way we're going to be able to get to that freedom and rest and surrender that we want if we don't know him. And then for me, practically, just one more thing that I've been working through even just right now and seeing mm. so much fruit from because, okay, you know, friends, you know, people that write books, people that, you know, Georgia and I, you know, podcasts, all the things like we don't have it figured out. I don't, I feel like no. I don't need to say that, but like I do, no. like we are still walking this journey <laughs> and I'm still walking the surrender yeah. story. Oh yeah. Day, daily. Right. It is daily. <laughs> daily, daily. And daily. so something daily I'm doing just to um continue, you know, practicing that surrender muscle is just with my, my, my daily schedule, my daily agenda and itinerary. Like I will make a plan, right? But then I have to pray every single time I make that plan and be like, Lord, I'm going to, I'm going to follow this, but I want to follow you more. And if something doesn't get done, if you, you know, for some reason, like pivot me, you know, and that doesn't get done, I need to keep that hand open because I can get to the end of the day. I get to the end of the day and be like, Lord, I didn't get that done. I didn't get that done. And I hold so tightly to it. I get frustrated. I feel like it all depends on me. I feel like I need to run around and finish it and run myself ragged mm. when just practicing that muscle of just like daily with my little things, like yeah. oh, practically like not getting the laundry done or, you know, not doing this or that, maybe not getting a workout in this day and just not beating ourselves up, but just yeah. trying to do everything unto the Lord to the best of our ability and just be willing to ebb and flow throughout the day. So like yes. practically, like just in the little things that we may feel like are little, you know, in a day that is so, so powerful, at least to me. Oh yeah. To me too. And his love for us is so much deeper and wider than a to-do list that we could check off. Like mm -hmm. at the end of wow. every day, like if you were to take your checklist to him and say, look, I marked mm. off everything on my list. <laughs> he would say, that's great. But like, I genuinely, like, I don't, I don't care. I just want mm -hmm. to be with you. Yeah. And so in your to-do list, are you with him or are you without him in that list? Because that's I good. think that's so powerful because like what you're saying is I make a plan every day. I mean, wisdom prepares. Like, I think that's very yes. good. Like we can't walk yes. through this life blind, like my stars, right. but walking in the spirit of the living God that may have him say, actually, can you put that off to tomorrow? And then he right. actually has a divine appointment planned for you at that coffee shop that you were right. planning to go to today. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like all these things and learning to listen to his voice and to tune your heart to his. And right. then, I don't know, I guess I'm just like, I'm, I just love kids. And I just, it helps yes. me with my childlike faith. But when you yes. were talking about like getting to know him and he is our father, he's our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So it doesn't mm -hmm. say, you know, mighty God or eternal one or prince of peace. Those are all characters and names of our, our father. Father God, but it says father, like yes. come to him as father. So then when I'm thinking about being on the playground, Tara, like I wouldn't go up to some <laughs> kid and be like, let's do a trust fall to some Joe Schmo guy that's in, yeah. you know, this other teacher's class that I don't even know that might not catch me. But if it's my best friend that yes. I know that I'm like, we hang out every day on the playground. You push me on the swings. I push you on the swings. Mm -hmm. like, we carpool like our mamas know. Oh yeah. Other. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> 
I have a relationship with you. And so it's all about relationship. And so I'm so grateful that you said getting into the word because that is it. Like Tara and I love doing ministry. That is literally like our heart's joy, but no Instagram caption, no podcast, no Instagram live, whatever you want to talk about it, TikTok, all the things. None of that can be your foundation. Like right. it has to be God's word. And so God's word and prayer, just getting to know him. And I just, I love him so much. And so does Tara. And so we've just yes. experienced the freedom. And here's the thing. I love that this is your tagline here is ditch the myth of control and discover freedom in trusting God, because it truly is for freedom that we have been mm. free in Christ Jesus. Amen. But it's as much freedom as we want. So can yeah. you kind of tell me about just like living with Jesus every day? What does that look like for you? And how we can benefit on waiting on God mm. because we can yeah. trust him and there's freedom in that. Yeah. Oh, the biggest thing, the biggest lie, like you said, that we're shoveled nowadays is that control, like you are able to be in control, that you are the author and creator of your destiny. I Mm. I heard that. I heard that on an Instagram reel or, you know, or something like months ago, I heard that. And it just saddened me because that's what we believe. And not only the world, but Mm. a lot of Christians believe that too. We start believing, okay, well, it's my life. And then I have abilities, which we're not discounting your abilities because they're God given. But sometimes we take our abilities and we take um, that, you know, that 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 sense that we're in control, and we start running with it, and we don't wait on God, right? Yeah. And so, oh man, I have this whole chapter that I loved. It's one of my favorites about walking at God's pace, about mm-hmm. waiting on God, about being patient and how, if we're not waiting and if we're not patient, we are not living the surrendered life, which friends, the surrendered life is at the very heart of the Christian walk. Luke 9, 23 about taking up our crosses, denying ourselves and following Jesus is the central heartbeat of the story. And not just because I say it, but like, it is the central heartbeat of the disciple. This is what Jesus said to his disciples. And he said, this is what you need to do. And so when we think about what it means to wait on the Lord, When we think about control, when we think about any of those things, it's our hearts not being willing to wait on God. It's our hearts not willing to yield and just pause for a moment and be like, Lord, what do you want? It's us thinking that we're in control. We don't have to wait. Again, that's another thing from the world that says, okay, you don't have to wait. Go get it, right? Like, I mean, just just do it because you can, right? But I've been thinking about this for a while is that just because we can doesn't mean that we should. And just because we have the ability to do it doesn't mean that God says it's the right time. Okay. And so waiting on God is this, just this beautiful and vital puzzle piece that we need to implement every single day. And the really cool thing about waiting on God is that I just, I share this with a lot of people because some people are like, well, I'm waiting for, you know, this to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm in this waiting season. I just can't wait to get to the next thing. And we talk a lot about characters in the Bible who waited on the Lord and how they didn't waste their seasons because God showed them that there was purpose in the middle of that. And so we miss a lot of things when we don't wait. We miss a lot of purpose and a lot of sanctification that God has in those waiting seasons. And so the person who just feels like impatience is just running their lives and patience is not possible. I would just remind you that patience is a lens in which we can see God's plan. Patience is this really cool thing that we get to be a part of. That sounds really weird to say, 
But being patient is a gift from God because we don't wait idly. We don't wait without hope. We don't wait just being like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. We may not know the little details like where am I going to go to school in four years or who am I going to marry? We may not know those right now, but God knows and we can rest. That's just, I feel like that's what I keep saying over and over. But when we know that God knows, we can stop striving. We can stop being impatient. We can stop trying to hustle. We can stop just being frustrated when things don't go our way because yeah. we have a God who always has his way yeah. and that's just ultimately better. And so um, I think learning to, like you said, you know, patience is also that muscle, just like little baby mm-hmm. Sarah, you know, and that is vital. But patience is really cool because we don't wait in vain. We wait in hope, right? Because yes. Romans tells us we wait and endurance is produced, character, hope, all of these things. I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. I mean, it's like all good things come from him. Like, mm-hmm. and and I, all these scriptures were coming to mind as you were talking. Yes. That's just what's in your heart and it's just overflowing. And man, so in Christ Jesus, we lack no good thing. Mm-hmm. So if it were a good thing for you in the season, you would have it. So mm-hmm. just like wait on the Lord and man, oh man, like worship in the waiting. Like obviously where he has you planted in this season, friend, wherever you are, there's purpose. Maybe it's to take things out of you. Maybe it's to put some things in you. Honestly, it's probably a combination of both. It's probably a combination of both. It is a sanctifying process that is daily and it is a sharpening. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it hurts, right? It's a pruning. John 15, like all these things while we abide in the vine. And so also Tara, this is literally, I've never thought about this before until this very present moment with you. And this is so fun. You ready for this? I'm ready. We know the verse, be still and know that I'm God. Mm -hmm. But when we're not being still, we think that we are God. That's good. That's good. Like I never thought about that before. Like when we're hustling, trying to be a girl boss or trying to, you know, make it work or like, again, with baby analogies, like when they're trying to fit the star through the little triangle thing, like they're trying (laughs) to make it work. And God can see from a bigger perspective that like, that ain't it. Like just move over like just a couple inches in there. there And so like when we're waiting for a door to be open and the Lord's like, that's not the key that I've given you and you're getting frustrated, worship in the hallway. Like that's good. Like it's going to be okay, friend. So take all of the frustration, all of it to him because man, like he cares for you. Like he literally cares for you. And it also helps me, Tara, to know that he already has planned out my life in advance. Exactly. Like, yes, I love to know that I'm his masterpiece, but I also think I like the other part of that verse better because it talks about like, you were created in Christ Jesus to do good works, but he's created them in advance for you to do. Beforehand. Yes. Come on. Like we don't have anything to worry about and Mm -hmm. worry doesn't even add a minute to your life. So. Right. Right. Girl, doesn't that just free you? It really does. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head is that we are exhausting ourselves. And, you know, I I really want to speak to the girl listening to the friend listening that feels like I'm not like Tara or Georgia. And I, you know, I'm I'm not a big planner or I I feel like I'm more chill, like I'm more type B, you know, not type A, you know, I want to speak to that girl because I, I'm going to make a bold statement, but I believe to be so true because Jesus says it's a human problem of control. Mm. It's not yeah. a type A problem. And um, this idea of holding death grip onto control is not, again, just like for certain people, it's for everyone. And it manifests itself in a lot of different ways, right? So yeah. maybe you're living your life um, 
really obsessed with and, you know, trying to make all these different relationships happen in your own strength instead of waiting on the Lord. Or maybe like me, you're trying to get that ring faster. You're trying to do this or that. And that's actually a problem of control or this or that. Like it is a human problem. And just for us to realize that no one is exempt. And I, I don't mean for that to sound discouraging, but it's just eye-opening for us to realize that we all have a story of surrender and we all have things that we can give up to the Lord. And I also just want people to know it's not scary, that it's Hmm. not, it's not anything that will take away from your life. The world is going to tell you that if you release your hands and your control, that you are going to spiral out of control. But really when we release our death grip and we just, we get a spiral into the loving hands of our father. Like we, we are not going to be in any danger. We're actually gonna be in the safest place that we were created to be. And God created us to be dependent. God created us to not be independent, but dependent on him to remain in the true vine. Like you said, Georgia, like, so to know that that's what we're created for. And that if we just take that step in faith and surrender, if we just take those daily steps and just practice that muscle, we're going to find that we have a better life than we could ever possibly plan and come up, come with up on our own, you know, Mm -hmm. like there is so much Ephesians 3, 20 through 21 says that God is able to do immeasurably more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. So I just want you to know that God's going to blow your mind if you let him. And God is going to do exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever imagine. We just need to not be afraid just to take that step and to and right. just to let go, you know? Right. Step out on the water. Yeah. Like Jesus' yeah. hand, he's like, come, like, come. I I just love that, Tara. I'm so grateful. And, and I'm going to, like, speak for myself. And then I want to hear you testify. But – and I'm so, like – already knowing our friends can probably say this is true for their lives too, but I have never once regretted being obedient and letting God do his thing in my life. Mm. Honestly, it's, it truly is the Ephesians 320. Like it is better. Like I would have never imagined I'd be right here. I never thought I would do a podcast like ever in my life. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, his plan is better. His ways and his thoughts are higher. So we can't lean in on our own understanding, but in all of our ways, may we acknowledge him. And he is the one that makes our path Mm -hmm. straight. And he's the one that leads us by still in quiet water. So as it's 2023, I've been reading, you know, Psalm 23 a lot. And so love it. Y'all just, y'all just read that. That's, that's a little good nugget that I'm going to leave you with. But Tara, leave us with some final encouragement with, with where you are. Like, did you ever imagine you'd be right here where God has you? No, absolutely not. And like you said, I think Georgia, all of us can say the same thing about yeah. one aspect of our life or another. And it's nothing that I ever imagined, but it's way better. And I'm, like you said, I'm thankful that God had his way. I'm thankful that although a lot of times I did not follow him happily, a lot of times I just felt like I was along for the ride, but I'm thankful that he had his will and his way. And looking back, you know, I want to be, I just been thinking about this side note. I want to be a person who praises him in the middle of the storm. Like you said, I want to be someone who doesn't praise him only on the other side of a fulfilled prayer or fulfilled desire. But I want to be someone who praises him in the middle of the confusion, in the middle of the hurt, in the middle of the struggle, because when we surrender and we live that surrendered life unto God, we know that the story doesn't end there, that God has something that he promises and he's faithful about. And so if we just keep our eyes fixed on that, when we're in the middle of like, Lord, my story is not playing out the way I wanted. Or Lord, I'm really frustrated. I'm really tired. Um, We can wait and we can trust him and we can follow him with hope, knowing that he has something better 
And then we also have to rearrange our definition of better, friend. We have to, we have to redefine what good and better. Um, when God says he has plans, you know, for, to better us and to not harm us, we need to start, like you said, to see from a heavenly lens and perspective that God's definitions of better and good are often different than ours, but they're better. And like, we just need to be willing to see, okay, this twist and turn in my story is actually divinely planted by God. And so I just encourage you, if you're listening to know that any of these twists and turns, God makes straight paths. Hmm. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 is another really big passage that we talk about in the book. Like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite scriptures in the Bible, but knowing that there may be, you know, bumps and bruises along the way, but there's no plan B with God. There is always a plan A that he always has everything in his hands and he has you in his hands and he's a better storyteller and writer than we could ever be. Yeah. And how, how how cool is it that God would want to write our stories for us? He can be trusted and he is already writing a really beautiful story in your life. Mm. He loves you so much, friend, and Tara and I do too, so, so Mm -hmm. very much. We're so grateful to be your sisters in the Lord. And so seriously, crack open that Bible, the good old word. But also, this is my favorite phrase, Tara, anywhere books are sold, you can (laughs) get Surrender Your Story this coming Tuesday, March 7th. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't they just go on like right now to Amazon and just pre-order it and that thing will be shipped to their house? Literally, literally. I mean, if you're listening to it on Friday, you know, a few days before it launches, pre-order. Because the cool thing is that you get bonuses and gifts. And if you wait until after launch, you're going to miss them. And I don't want you to miss them. Because we have tons of, like, you get to read the first three chapters. So you can start reading the book, like, today, which is really cool. Before Tuesday. Yeah. First three chapters. And you get, like, lock screens and a little devotional I wrote that goes with it. So you can, like, start studying the Bible with it. So, like, so many cool things. So definitely go check it out today. If not, I will celebrate with you guys on launch day on March 7th. Yay! Well, praise the Lord. Like, he is so good. And Tara, thank you so much. Like, this conversation was very freeing, and I'm so Mm. grateful that we just got to have this sweet time together. So, I'm so pumped for the book. I love you so much, Georgia. You always bring so much joy and just, like, fire to, to my spirit just to really be encouraged in the Lord. I love you, friend. Thank you for sharing your space with me. Friends, thank you so much for joining me in this wonderful, beautiful, life-giving conversation with the one and only Tara Sun. Wasn't this such a sweet time? Tara is a true gem, and I'm so grateful that she is surrendering her story for God's best. And you know what? I pray that we all would do the same thing too. That we would lay down what we think is good in exchange for God's best. You know, His ways and His thoughts are so much higher than ours. And the one that created us, we can trust Him. But He has our best interest at heart. So before we go, I would love to pray for you, sweet friend. Lord God, thank you so much for this beautiful day and for this wonderful conversation that we had with your beautiful daughter, Tara's son. God, I pray blessings over her book, Surrender Your Story. God, I thank you that you give us a chance to surrender our story, that we can exchange our life dead in sin for yours, a new life which is abounding in grace and your mercies and your goodness. So God, I thank you for your son Jesus because it is through him that this is all possible. And so I just pray, Lord God, that our sweet friends listening to this conversation would leave encouraged, would leave ready to surrender and invite you into the parts of their story that they've been afraid to. 
But God, I just thank you for the good work that you will see to completion. Because what you start, you finish. Lord, you're so good and your mercies endureth forever. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray all these things. Amen. Well, friends, thank you for joining me. I cannot wait to see you next week. We're going to pick up our prayer series, and it's going to be a great, sweet time together. I'm looking forward to it. I'll see you back next Friday. And so if you're not already subscribing, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you do not miss out on all the Faith and Friends fun. I love you so much, and I'm so grateful for you. Don't forget, there is a song on your heart only you can sing. Your voice is important. Bye.